Blog Talk Radio. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The first reports say that President Kennedy has been seriously wounded by this shooting. It is a big idea. A new world order. It was almost as if it were a planned implosion. It just pancakes. Either you are with us, or you are with the terrorists. A lot of gun owners would agree that AK-47s belong in the hands of soldiers, not in the hands of criminals. is known as the father of the Michigan Militia, a paramilitary group that started in northern Michigan in the mid-90s and gained national attention following the Oklahoma City bombing when the Senate began investigating local militia groups. Justice is taken out of that and once again this past fall when alleged militia members were charged in a plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. <laughs> now in his mid-70s, lives in Alaska. He spoke with Fox 17 on the phone Monday afternoon. I'm a, uh, I'm a propagandist. I'm a 
Wilson, the recent attack on the Capitol is anything but how militias are supposed to behave. He says militias were in D.C. to hear the president speak, but blames provocateurs for stirring up the violence. between extremist groups and the violence at the Capitol. Olson claims militias like the Michigan one he co-founded exist to defend the Second Amendment and liberty, and he refutes claims that they are anti-government. claim that the election was stolen from Donald Trump and says that's what's growing the division in the country. But even so, he's advising militia groups to stay away from D.C. during President-elect Joe Biden's inauguration. During the American Revolution, the active forces in the field against the king's tyranny never amounted to more than 3% of the colonists. They were in turn actively supported by perhaps 10% of the population. In addition to these revolutionaries were perhaps another 20% who favored their cause but did little to nothing to support it. Another one-third of the population sided with the king. By the end of the war, there were actually more Americans fighting for the king than there were in the field against him. And the final third, they took no side and blew with the wind and took what came. Three percenters today do not claim that we represent three percent of the American people, although we might. That theory has not yet been tested. We do claim that we represent at least 3% of American gun owners, which is still a healthy number, somewhere in the neighborhood of 3 million people. History, for good or ill, is made by determined minorities. We are one such minority. So too are the current enemies of the Founders' Republic. What remains, then, is the test of will and skill to determine who will shape the future of our nation.
forced by any would-be oppressor to kill in the defense of ourselves and the Constitution that we took an oath to uphold against enemies foreign and domestic. Into 
really to a point where people just cannot afford it anymore. They just can't. I mean, if you're a business owner, I mean, you have to raise prices across the board on everything. And and, and people out there that are that were you know living with you know thirty forty dollars extra on their paychecks, it's gone. It's gone now. But uh, I'm going to play a few things here. Uh, see if I can get them up here. Uh, I don't know why in the beginning there the words were taken out of that. There was just the music playing. I don't understand why I was doing that. So uh, it was obviously an error on my part. But, you know, I, I hear people talk a lot, a lot about race, and, and people talk about, you know, the, that, that race should not be a, a factor in your decision-making or you should not be proud of who you are as racial because we're all a part of the human race, right? Listen, you should be proud of your background, who you are, and what racial heritage you are. And if you're black, white, it doesn't matter. I, I think everybody should be proud of who they are and where they come from and your heritage and your roots. All this, we're one people. No, we're not. We're different people. We're all different. So let me play a little something here. To, it'll probably take a second to get into it, but let's see here. We'll discuss a little bit. See, hopefully I can get to it right away here. It's only a couple of seconds long. I mean, it's got Muhammad Ali in it, too. So let's see if I can get to it here real quick. And it's very interesting because we don't have these conversations anymore. Let's see if I can get this up. Cultural mode and Jews will be resented because of our leading role. But without that leading role and without that transformation, Europe will not survive. Sorry, but you know, 
if you if you say you're proud uh, to be any type of of, of of white, you're 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 a racist. I mean, look at this guy that we talk about that Warren uh, guy that comes on the podcast here. Uh, he does a podcast show. I know everybody's been talking about him. These other shows that he's attacked. Um, this guy comes on and all he does is promote China. You know, he, he can't stand America. He can't stand anything about America. Okay, and every conversation he comes in, comes in with, or tries to get involved with, it's the same thing that he brings. And this is what they, they this is what they on that side do. And I call say they, because they are separate from us and separate from Americans out there that believe in America and believe in the country and believe in our republic and, this, and restoring our republic. But this guy Warren, and, and there's a lot of and there's a lot of people that believe like him out there. They they distort history. They don't have any type of facts whatsoever, and when you confront them on these facts, or if you challenge them on these facts, they become irate and start name-calling. And we've heard him. I was going back and listening to one of my shows, and, and I remember Pianchi and uh, Sarge, and he attacked Sarge, called him a fake veteran, and then he, called, called, and then he attacked Pianchi. That's a fake name. He doesn't have a real name. You know, listen, he can call – what the hell are you talking about? I can't, you know, I was going back and listening to that, and I just can't believe that that I even allowed him to to go there, you know. And that's complacency, and and that that's a shame. And if this guy Warren's out there, I'm listening right now. I'm gonna tell you right now, Warren, you sir are a coward. You, sir, are a coward because every time we try to challenge you or have any type of debate with you, you refuse. You deflect the subject. You deflect it, and you turn it into something it's not. Shame on you. You are the problem with this country. You are one of the main sicknesses of this country. You should be ashamed of yourself to get up in the morning and call yourself an American or or say that you live in this country as an American. You're a traitor, sir. You're a traitor. You're a traitor to even your own people. Your race. And is it because you were cast out of your own race that you have no identity? Is that what it is? Because you can't make up your own narrative of what you come from or where you are and who you are. You can't just say, I'm black and beautiful and this and that, when the black people don't even want you. You know, for you to go out there and call somebody a fake veteran is disgusting. How dare you? How dare you? Or to, or to say that someone has a fake name. You know, and, and now you can go ahead and do a show about me now. You can do your little podcast about me with your three listeners, okay, and, and, and cry and complain. I've given you a voice on this platform many, many times, and you don't have the audacity or you don't have the respect to use it wisely, you take the conversation and you stretch it into something it's not constantly over and over. It's like, and that's what trolls do. You're, you're no worse, or you're even worse, than the people that call in here and make funny noises or want us to call my family names or make stupid, stupid, asinine comments. You, sir, should be ashamed of yourself. You really should. And then to call Lori Ann a lesbian, and then they say, or, 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 and then, you know, just, you should be ashamed of yourself, really. And I hope you're listening. I hope you are. Because you wouldn't have the courage to call in and press one. You wouldn't have the courage to have a, a debate back and forth. You won't. You just don't, and you won't. You never do. Even if we asked you to, to come to a platform to do it, you won't. 
you know, but you'll call in like you did on the American Statesman last night, and you and you totally bring the same China bullcrap. You love China so much, we on Blog Talk Radio, or I will, buy you a one-way plane ticket there. We will, I will purchase it for you. You've made this offer before on my show. We will pay for it. I'll have it FedEx to any address you want if you don't want me to know your address. And, but, and, and you go. 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 One less sickness in this country. That would be a great, that would be, you know, that would be a beautiful thing. What's wrong with you, sir? Let me uh, bring on uh, 225 here. Go ahead. Now I got 330. Go ahead, 225. Hey, this is Mike. This is hey, Mike. Mike uh, yeah. We've, we've talked before. We were on a Friday show. And, uh, oh, yeah. Show yeah. And I, re- like I recognize your voice. Yeah. I recognize your voice. Yeah. yeah. You're right. This is. This guy is no better than this guy Warren is no better than what uh the uh, freaking uh uh what's his name Joe uh, not Joe Biden but uh what's his name uh, Kerry you know when when he's, 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 he's no like, better than anything he's he's a zero he's, he should be ashamed of himself to even have a podcast show you know but he can do what he wants he takes advantage of liberties in this country and the freedoms but then he criticizes it. You know, it's terrible. Right, and, and you know, we're talking about stolen valor. This is this is he's trying. You know, Sarge. You know, is is and he's a veteran. He's also a former police officer and all that stuff. And it's like yeah. you're trying to steal the valor of a guy who's proven it, who's got the skins on the wall. To prove it, right? He should be that's, ashamed of himself. Yeah, yeah. Let me bring on three, three. Oh, let me bring this other person on that's waiting on hold. So I got you and another person. That's it. I got a bunch of other callers, but they're not pressing one. Let me just bring them on to the conversation. See who they are. I don't know. I recognize the number. I think three, three. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, this is the Appalachian asshole. <laughs> oh yeah, I recognize the voice now. Okay, all right. I got both right. of you on. Okay, yeah. you go ahead. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That, Mike, his thing, here's okay, what we gotta do go about ahead, him. We gotta, here's what we gotta do. But we gotta do about him. We gotta stop talking about him. Stop giving him more of a platform to do his thing on. Because what everybody's gotta recognize is he does the same shit. We know that every in, individual show that he calls into, he'll he'll maybe make one decent statement. Sometimes he does, but then he spins off because he wants that narrative of China and all the bullshit. So what we gotta do is cut him off altogether. Just like we got, if we yep. we knew we screwed this government up somewhere along the line, we should have never kept letting it go on. We got lazy by letting him talk yep. again and having him us broadcast his bullshit. We're only doing nothing but promoting it. So let's put him on the back burner. Talk to you later, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody in the chat room just said, when are we doing a show with Liberal Dan? Hang on, I got somebody in the chat room that just asked a question. I, I said at the beginning of the show, they canceled, Liberal Dan canceled, so it's going to be next week they're going to come on. Liberal Dan and a couple of his uh, oh. followers there, and we're going to have a conversation back and forth. I, so I apologize for people that wanted to tune in and hear that. I have no control over people canceling. He sent me an email last night, said he couldn't be here tonight, so that's fine. But anyway, go ahead, Mike. Right, and this... I've, I've never heard or met Liberal Dan, but Liberal Dan is more, sounds like he's more, uh, what's the term I want? He's more, um, not amenable, but, you know, 
agree, not agreeable, but you know, he. You can have a conversation with him. You know, you can at least have a conversation. Right. That's unlike this Warren fellow who, oh, he don't he you you get over on him, and he's gonna come back and do a couple of two three four shows on you. Yeah. You know. You know that's yeah. that's what he does. I've known people like that. We've all known people like that. Uh, other people like that. You know, and it's like yeah, it's like what can we do to? Um, we can't change the guy. The guy is unchangeable. He is. Well, that's a good question you're asking. That's a good question you're asking. Well, how? Because we have to deal with these types of people. So, what can we do? To, to uh, deal with these people, what can we do? You know, I mean, how do we how do we handle them? Because we have to live side by side with a lot of these these zombies out there. You know, I mean, I, and we don't advocate any type of violence. I don't. You know, and, and, and but but they'll drive you nuts, man. They drive you wacky. You know, with, with their beliefs and their standard and their policies are really destroying this country. I mean, and they really are. It's, it's, it's terrible. Well, that's the worst part about it, Joe, is we give them the platform, and they have the ability to use the platforms that they do. They spin this stuff up like it. There's no systemic racism in America. Kiss my ass, okay? I live in a half-black, half-white neighborhood, and we don't have that problem. You know, that's a problem. Guys like him get on a platform and broadcast and make the problem. Yeah, yeah, I know. They do. They do. Uh, somebody said report him to BTR. Uh, we we have actually we have some people we have. I don't like doing that in a way, but 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 the stuff that he says and and yeah, you have to and you know when he starts really when you, when you do attack a veteran like Sarge, that's just uh, that that that's just the lowest you can go. I mean, because he doesn't even know the guy, he doesn't even know him, and this Sarge challenges him to a debate and he and he backs down like a coward, a coward. You know, so I mean, it's just, and that's what he is—a coward. He really is. He's a coward. Basically, and, and, and I hope he's listening. Basically, what this guy is is he tries to bully people all over the place, and when somebody comes in there and punches him in the nose, he backs down. <laughs> that's how you. That's how you. That's what you do with a bully. You punch him yeah. in the nose, and they will back down. Right. Speaking of bullies, you know, speaking of bullies, we did a good show last night with Bobby Bean. Bobby Bean was on here, so if you guys missed that show, uh, go back and listen to it. It was a good show um, where he outlined what had happened to him and his life story, and yeah, and, it's, and it's really a sad story what has what happened. And they're still harassing him, and we're, I'm working on that, and I want to find out who this G3 is, and we're going to contact these people live on my podcast soon, probably probably the next show I do. I just want to verify some phone numbers first, and and uh, you know put them up on uh, on the. Uh, a platform here and expose them for what they are because they're harassing this poor guy and this guy's a true patriot he's a good guy he's just a well, he was a small business owner he lost his wife lost a son lost two sons actually i mean it's just absolutely a shame so uh what what's happening to him and he's being and he's being bullied now he can't even get to his home can't even pull, can't, he's landlocked because of some land developer that want you know corrupt land developer which tay brings me to your case there what's going on with your case I got a uh, discovery motion going on and uh, uh, a stay on the foreclosure for 30 days, and then I got another 60 days after that for them to bring forward why that the problem that I'm having with the wetlands and the federal thing, and I put together a pretty good package to just, you know, figure out what's going on so I can actually dig deep, deep into it. But uh, okay. at the end of the day, I know I got to pay my taxes or I'm going to go to jail or they're going to take whatever yeah. I have. 
And this whole land, the whole land patent thing is just kind of like a, it's just almost like the sovereign citizen thing. I, I, you can say what you want, you can do what you want, but at the end of the day, there's a man at the end of the road with a light on top of his car, with a pair of handcuffs and a gun. He's got a place where you go if you act up. That's right. That's right. That's and that's, uh, this that's, land you patent thing, nobody in America. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. I didn't say a word. I, I was just oh, oh, I thought I thought you were talking. Oh, I, I <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, yeah, with just, the land uh, patent, I've never heard. Of, I've never heard of, anybody have a land patent. I never heard of anybody. Have you? I mean, I can't find anybody with yeah, a land patent. Yeah. I mean, there's a way of doing it. I mean, it's a, it's it's the same type of situation that you get into with the uh, the sovereign citizen. You go from your birth certificate. You just actually take that whole process you know that you know of, and put yeah. the land on it. And then you have to actually go, you have to go back, go through a chain of uh, title custody. You have to go through a land patent. You have to go to a lodial title. You have to, you got to go down to the court where you got to record this, go back down there, check this, go over here, drive over here, ask these people that, tell them you're this, go over there, do that, back over there, and here we are again. Back to they the got same you running around you to start with, and guess what? <laughs> they stamp your thing and say, denied. <laughs> yeah, yeah, denied, yeah. That's, that's basically well, what, it is. what is it? Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. I heard you talking. Well, hang on. Let me play something about straw man. This straw man. It's about three. It's about four minutes long. So this is what you're talking about, Tave. This is what Tave was just talking about. It's four minutes long. So it's interesting. Let me play it. People who really rule. government. It loves you and wants to keep you safe and well. It even wants to make paying taxes, fines, and court costs easier for you. How? Well, you'll need to meet your straw man. He was born the same day you were. He looks like you, has the same name, and lives in your house. You never knew he existed. You will have even paid his parking ticket or taxes. The worst part? He's been dead from day one. From every birth certificate, a legal personality or legal fiction is created with the same name to confuse little old you into thinking it's you. So there's a human you and a paper you, or as it's commonly known, a straw man. So when it seems like government officials, court clerks, or the police are speaking English, they aren't. They're speaking legalese, designed to make you agree to verbal and written contracts without even knowing about it, all spun from Black's Law Dictionary. For example, when the police say, do you understand, you'll say, yes. What they are really saying is, do you stand under our authority? Oops, daisies, you just created a verbal contract with them. Oh, you clever government. Did you know that whenever you register something, you are handing over title to the person you register it with? That's right. Whenever you register something with the government, they assume it belongs to them. Registered your car? Super. Now you are the registered keeper of your vehicle, and the government can crush it when you don't pay your, um, straw man taxes. Expecting a new bundle of joy? Well, then you need to register your little darling with a birth certificate. Then they can start the process all over again and create a new straw man for your little one. Isn't that great? 
So when Junior grows up, he'll be able to generate revenue just like you have. When you notify on your baby by signing the birth certificate, your child becomes a ward of state. And if the government doesn't like what you're doing, they'll assume it's okay to take the child away or make new rules for things they don't like. Not enough schools, smacking your child, shouting too loudly, then it's off to social services for the little one. When you get a bill, it's sent to you but belongs to your straw man, not you. That's why bills, fines, and summons start with Mr., Mrs., or Ms. Sometimes you'll see your surname in capitals, just like on a gravestone. That's because your straw man is dead and just a silly piece of paper, created before you could comprehend or even consent to it. When you go to court, you represent your straw man. So you, the human, take on any costs, fees, taxes, and fines involved for the straw man. The human you doesn't even need to pay them. But you made a contract with the court by appearing on behalf of your legal personality or straw man, just like the government knew you would. Confused? <laughs> well, don't worry. The government doesn't want you to know anyway. If you knew, you'd stop paying things like council tax and parking tickets. Because when you go to court, you are representing your straw man. You are you, alive and made of flesh and blood. Your straw man, or legal personality, is a piece of paper created from your birth certificate. And you think it's you. What a silly Billy. Would you like to know more? Well, then go over to tpuc.org. Get up, get informed, and get real. I'm so excited to show you guys a couple items that I got from Travis. These furs are these plates. Tags I use. 
about to go through uh, Las Vegas right now. The tag reads private, not for commerce use, private mode of travel. And you can guess, that gets the attention of cops on the road. Yes. If a cop came up to me and asked me for my uh, license registration and insurance, I would ask him if he's planning on using any of those against me in court. Because Goodbody believes in his right to travel freely, he doesn't think he's breaking any laws. And he doesn't need to prove himself to police either. Here's audio from a confrontation in Orange County that he recorded. I don't think that you need to know who I am. Who are you? Can you give me your phone number? Hey, what's up, man? You're going to give me the same thing, same respect. You know what I mean? Not really, no. Because it's different for us. All men are equal under the law. Is that not true? Goodbody isn't the only follower of this growing movement. I can find as much as I need to. There are thousands of people with similar beliefs all across the country. <laughs> Defying the law and posting their own confrontations online. Are you assaulting me? Are you assaulting me? Tell me! Tell me! What kind am I I think that there's been a major awakening in consciousness. And I don't, I can't explain why. I just feel like people are finally coming out of their fog. It's impossible to know how many like-minded people there are across the country because there's no centralized leadership. The Southern Poverty Law Center that would classify them as sovereign says the movement has been growing at a fast pace since 2000. Some estimates put numbers at several hundred thousand to half a million people. I feel like the police have been misinformed to go out and generate revenue off of the people they're supposed to be protecting and serving. You might be surprised to hear Goodbody isn't anti-government. He doesn't support building a wall because that would represent government restricting people's travel. We didn't make this land. We came here and we invaded it just like... You know, just like anybody else would. He just wants to be free with what he views as his natural-born rights. As long as I'm not doing any harm or causing any property damage, I should be able to do what I want. It's America, you know? It's supposed to be a free country. But until the rules of the road change... Really, all we need is one million people to do the same thing and get out here and travel and know how to talk to the cops. We would be a force to be reckoned with it. Goodbody and those who agree with him will continue their battle. Armed with their cameras and ready to document what they see as government abuse. Goodbody knows what he does comes with great risk. He has been arrested several times and has served short stints in jail. Luckily, he says he hasn't been in any major accidents, but he says if he was, he would pay out of his pocket for any damage. Well, Christine, he makes money by selling his license plates and working as a reverend. While he doesn't believe in carrying a license or insurance, he does believe in following the rules of the road. And apparently, very important that they videotape everything because we saw yeah. lots of that tonight. A bit of a following there. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, there you have it. Um, you know, I I kind of like agree with him in a way, but in other ways I disagree. I mean, I think you know you, you shouldn't. It, well, how far is one allowed to go where you say I'm allowed to do whatever I want? That you know, I mean, is that really true? I mean, who sets the rules where we have a moral compass? I mean, see, this is where we get into the line of freedom. 
Uh, what do you think there? I mean, you know, because he made that statement. We can do whatever we want as long as we don't hurt anyone else. How far can we go with that? I mean, you know, how, how, how far can you really go? Is that true? Or do we have some rules that we have to follow? I mean, you know, if I build a house on your property, I, I have to build it properly. I don't want, you know, because if I just say I can do what I want and you pay me to build your house, I build your house and the roof caves in on top of your head and then you die. Well, what happens then? You know, I say, well, I was free to do it. You know what? No, I need a license. I need to be regulated. I mean, I mean, I, I, somebody has to inspect this. I mean, you know, professionals. I mean, the guy that I'm building the house for, maybe an 80 year old guy, doesn't know nothing about carpentry work or build. He's not a builder or engineer. You know, so that's why we have people trained in these fields to go out there and, and inspect properties and and make sure they're up to code and 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 safe. But then you have the corruption part. You have a monopoly on that. Then you've got the people going out inspecting it, and they know Jack, John Blow from down the road and you have to buy your supplies from there because they paid off the politicians to make sure that they're the only ones in business you see so there you know so it's like you can't win you know what do you think Dave you're still there <laughs> maybe he's not there I don't yeah. know he was there all right, I got all right well yeah, I got a private I, call I here let me bring uh, up go ahead. go ahead Dave you answer first I'm sorry go ahead I, I think that if we we can do those things we want, but society has gotten so bad and so, I don't even know how you want to say it, we've permitted people to do things. Now, actually, if you look at how it, it goes now, if you commit murder, rape, carjacking, whatever, you still get turned loose back into the public. So where do you draw the line? Where do you re-educate the people on the law? Has to, that's what has to happen. Everybody needs to be re-educated. We need to compl- we, need, we want to talk about a new Okay, well, of, what if they uh, don't want to be educated? Okay, hang on now. Let me pose this question to you. All well, right, real quick. I got a private caller. Sure. I see a private caller waiting. I'll get you, get to you. All right, well, I don't want to be educated, Dave. I want to be free. I don't want to be educated mm-hmm. by the way you think I should believe. Now what? Well, I, I guess then we're going to have to have to decide amongst the people that do want to follow that and be educated and have a decision made as a group, as a and if we have to segregate those people, then that will have to be divided. Because whoa, you can't whoa, have... whoa. Wait, hang on. That kind of goes against the freedom message. I mean, a majority rule? Well, what is this, two wolves and a sheep voting on what's for dinner? I mean, you know, I mean, I don't no. want to be a part of this, you know? Well, that's your choice, then. That's the choice you get to make. That's if you decide that that's what you want to do, but you're not the whole and you're not the majority, so guess what? Tough shit. If you want to be a lawless uh, asshole, okay, all right, all right, see, I, all right. I'm not remember, I'm only being devil's advocate here. I'm not trying to pick hey. a fight with you. <laughs> hey, I know, I know. We only we already have that in place though. Right now, if you look at society, we have a place where we segregate these people. They go to jail. Okay, these people that all right, do this all right. Thing, you're, you're, yeah. See what I'm saying? Okay, all right. Let me bring on. I got a private caller and I got Pianchi. I think three one four. Let me bring on the private caller first. Go ahead, private caller. Okay. Hello. Yes, go ahead. Hello? Yes, you're oh, on. Yeah, uh, it's me. How you doing, Joe? Who's me? Sarge. Sarge, oh, gee, you sound totally different. What happened? What, did you have a sex change? Uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah, I decided to go ahead and take the plunge. I might as well join the You can't beat him, I might as well join him, right? <laughs> now you sound normal, okay. I was wondering who the heck it was. <laughs> okay. What's going on, Sarge? Well, you know, I've been listening avidly to what, what you're saying, and, you know, and there's arguments to be had on both sides. Because, look, there's nothing in the Constitution that requires driver's licenses. 
There's nothing in the country that requires weight limits on tractor trailers. There's nothing in the country that requires stop signs or stop lights or marker dividings on divided highways. None of that's required. But again, it is up to the people to decide what to legislate in if the Constitution doesn't forbid them to be legislating in. What I think a lot of these people are doing, they have this yearning for this either state of anarchy or this state of semi-anarchy that simply cannot be envisioned in a place where people are living on top of each other, cheek and jowl. In this graveyard yeah. on, on a, a remote island, or maybe this five or six of you all can agree on something, but we live in big metropolitan areas or even small townships. At some point, people are going to say, hey, we got to regulate this and we got to regulate that. Because, look, at the end of the day, and i got to keep reminding people of this, because a lot of people tend to forget this. I don't care what kind of government you got. It doesn't matter. Good government, bad government, indifferent government, it doesn't matter. All governments on the ultimate bottom line rely upon the use of force or the threat of force to ensure compliance. And if you have a government, they're going to regulate something, even this one or any other. So the only question is, is that regulation going to be done according to the laws and according to the public good? And if it is, then I say I'm willing to live with it if it's done constitutionally and legally, even though I might okay. not like it. I, I don't okay. like a lot of you. Right. you have any idea how many laws out there I don't like, uh, Joe? If I was king, yeah, I know. I'd repeal at least 60% of them. Yep. But I'm not. There's somebody put in the chat room. Somebody put in the chat room. He said, anarchy and political science and the study of international relations, the absence of any authority superior to nation states and capable of arbitrating their disputes and enforcing international law. I don't know why you put that. Well, I see what he's getting at here, but, but yeah. Well, but uh, he's, he's actually making my point. All governments, yeah. all of them, rely at the yep. bottom line on the threat, the actual, or actual use of force, or the implied use of force. Otherwise, they cannot exist, and there really is no reason for them to exist. Yeah, that's true. Let me bring on Pianchi. Go ahead, Pianchi. Go ahead. Okay. Well, you know, I was listening, but states are sovereign. And one reason why time I started a corporation in Nevada is because Nevada is charging no corporate tax. Somebody's got Northern, background noise. Whoever's got the background noise, Northern go ahead, Florida. Well, if you, if, being that Nevada doesn't charge a corporate tax and, say, Missouri does, well, you automatically save 6-7% of your income. So it's up to that state. But anyway, it's good convers- uh, good discussion you're having. I'm multitasking, yeah. so continue. Oh, okay. All right. All right, well, uh, Tave, back to you. you you're, 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 now, I'm not trying to pick an argument with you, but, Tave, you're, you're contradicting yourself. You're saying... Yeah, uh, we can be free, but then we're going to have people decide for us what's best. Well, we'll put you in jail. You know, I mean, come on, man. I just want to be free, Tave. I don't want to. I don't want to get educated. I just want to be free. Yeah. That's all. Isn't this America? Perfect. Then here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. Everybody can be free. Get your arms. Bring when you come to do some shit. When you come, you better come heavy. Because you're going to, when you come messing around, you're going to find you're going to find something you're looking for, and you might not like it. That's it. You want to go that route, and that's how it's going to be. Well, no, I'll be my own now. Well, well. No, I'll be, you know, no, I'm not being police. I'm not. Why? Because I carry a gun. Why? Because I don't want well, anybody to mess with me. Well, because you're telling me how to live. You're telling me how to live. No, I'm not. No, I'm. I'm that's one of the options you have. We already live that way. You either follow these laws, or you go to jail. 
That's how you look right now. Okay. All right. No, well, Mike, what do you think, Mike? Let me ask Mike. He's never been quiet there. He's still on the line. What do you think, Mike? <laughs> you know, he might be right, but again, who's making the laws? You know, that's the thing. A lot of these laws are just some. A lot of these laws are just suggestions, right? I mean, it's like yeah. You know, we suggest you only go fifty-five miles an hour. We suggest that you can only park, you know, in a particular place from this time to that time, right? You know? Yeah. So there are a lot of these laws that are suggestions. And, Dave, what they're doing to you with this whole process you're going through, that's the point. The process is the crime, all right? There's things called process crimes. The process is the point. The process is the punishment, right? Well, so if you're going through yeah. whatever you want, want, want done, done, that's the point. you got to go through that process to get it done. If you don't go through the process, it's not going to get done. That's the point. Well, well I it's, mean, 2020, it's 2023, and I'm looking at not very many cases that have been brought forward to make this an actual situation we can talk about it but i don't see it moving forward in great numbers or everybody if, if they didn't do it they'd be out of their mind if it was able to do but we here we're stuck again the same situation we come down this road we get to a place where well, we have okay. to go into their courts we have to go to their it's courts a money making the, i don't like the fact of the money the money the, 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 the money right. pay 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 right. that is what bothers everything me. you do your parking you can't park here you got to pay this fine you're you're out past dark whatever all that's all statute that's all bullshit now there's a show yeah. about maybe what i don't know let's count 10 laws that we have to follow and if you want to drive over 55 down the highway i'm right there with you because i'll do it on one wheel i don't have a problem going 150 miles an hour i just let the drag strip but here's the thing i got no sense that i have common courtesy and respect for other people but you can't do that. Hell, you look on YouTube. But what about now, the people that don't have videos. common sense? You know, because they can make the argument. On YouTube and TikTok, look at these assholes driving around in the middle of intersections doing donuts, hitting, smashing cars, shooting at each other. Right in the middle of okay, intersections, well, obviously, well, Okay, yeah, that's common sense, obviously. But what if I could do 90 miles an hour? I mean, i got a nice highway here by my house. It's a nice straight shot. I could do 90 without a problem I mean, and, and, and handle my car yeah. just fine. I mean, uh, you know, why should I have to go mm-hmm. 65 miles an hour? I'm running late today, you know, mm-hmm. so I get pulled over and i got to pay a $400 ticket. You know, I don't like that. Well, that's... If your car's good, <laughs> that'll do it. Yeah, but half the car people I know can't drive and the cars ain't worth a shit. <laughs> or the roads are so yeah. bad, you get killed trying to. Well, well, again... What if you live in places like Montana where, you know, you're hundreds of miles yeah. from... You, between Between... Uh, town, town X and Town Y is a couple hundred miles. Then what? Uh, right. You know, All right. I got a guy here who's going like to demolish, demolish the straw man argument. Okay, so it's three minutes long, so it's not that long. So let's see what this guy says. Wishing we were debating, we're aligned. But I do want to say one more thing before I object, which is you said you're not questioning uh, my sincerity. I appreciate that. You asked that I would not uh, be questioning your sincerity. I'm not. But I am questioning your logic. 
case, you summarized it as if there are two issues at play. And you said anti-abortion legislation and maternal health funding. There are three issues at, floor, at play on the floor today. One of them is Lindsey Graham's pain capable bill, which is a pro-life piece of legislation. One of them is Senator Durbin's funding request about maternal delivery health. Those things are true, but there is a third thing, which yet again, you obscured by saying the debate here is funding maternal health or having anti-abortion legislation. The piece of legislation we're voting on today, the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act, is not about abortion. I am pro-life. I'm going to support Lindsey Graham's bill, but the bill we're voting on doesn't change anyone's access to abortion, doesn't have anything to do with Roe v. Wade. It is about babies that are already born. CNN said this morning on TV they made up this insane phrase. They said, a fetus that has been born. What the heck is that? It's another way of saying they don't want to debate the actual debate we're having on the floor today. The debate we're having, we're going to vote once on Lindsey Graham's pro-life legislation. I'm going to support it. But we're also going to vote on a piece of legislation that is about the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act. These are about babies that are born that are outside their mother. And what's actually happening is the senior senator from Illinois is wanting to obscure the debate because he wants to use euphemisms about choice so that you don't have to admit to the American public that what's actually happening in the floor today is probably that, like last year, 44 Democrats are going to filibuster an anti-infanticide bill. There's nothing in the bill that's about abortion. Nothing. It's about infanticide. That's the actual legislation. And you got 44 people over there who want to hide from it and talk in euphemisms about abortion because they don't want to defend the indefensible because you can't defend the indefensible. We're talking about killing babies that are born. That's the actual legislation we're voting on today in the Senate. That's what the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act is. Is it okay in the eyes of the United States Senate for us to say, well, you can't actively kill the little baby. You can't take a pillow and put it over her face and smother her to death, but you can back away and kill her that way. That's what Ralph Northam, the disgraced governor of Virginia, was talking about when he said, well, once the baby's born, if she survives an abortion, we wish that hadn't happened, then we'll figure out a way to keep her calm for a little while while the doctors debate what they want to do. What he means is kill the baby. That's the legislation we're voting on. There are three buckets. Lindsey Graham's born a pain-capable act. That's a, a bill about abortion. There's another bill that is about babies that have already been born. News slash CNN, if you're a baby and you've been born and you're outside of mama, nobody calls that a fetus. You just want to call it a fetus because you don't want to cover the actual story that's being voted on in the U.S. Senate today. Then there's a third piece of legislation, which is Senator Durbin's counterproposal today about maternal preventable deaths and investment in that case, that category. I'm interested in that category as well, but you don't actually want to talk about the legislation that's on the floor, so you're changing the subject, therefore. Your family's future is... All right, there we go. But I wanted to bring up the abortion issue, because that's the, the, because people say they have a right to do this, but hang on. Hi, I'm Joseph Wu, and I'm a philosophy graduate student at the University of Cambridge. In this video, I'll explain the straw man fallacy, an informal fallacy that comes up all the time. Let's start off with an example to see how it works. Suppose my friend Maureen presents the following argument. Premise 1. 
Advertisements for beer encourage underage drinking. Premise two, underage drinking often has negative consequences. Conclusion, therefore, advertisements for beer should be banned from TV. And let's say I respond with the following objection. Well, yeah, but people will never give up drinking beer. They've been doing it for ages. Is this a good response to Maureen's argument? No, because Maureen never claims it would be a good idea to give up drinking beer. That's not her argument at all. In this scenario, I've committed the straw man fallacy since I've attacked a position that Maureen never advances. The straw man or straw person fallacy occurs when an opponent's position is misrepresented in order to make it easier to critique. Just like how a man made of straw is intended to resemble an actual man, a straw man fallacy occurs when an opponent's position is presented in a way that resembles the original claim, but is not the actual claim advanced. It creates the illusion that a position has been refuted or critiqued by switching out the original position with a different one. To see this That's what this all is, this argument. It's the deception, all this straw man stuff. It's all nonsense. Everybody's trying to create this birth certificate scenario. I've looked it up. There's no secret bank account out there with people's money with money in it. Okay? So so can you anyone find a bank a bank account with the money in it that's sitting in there someplace? I looked it up. I can't find nothing. So what are people talking about when they talk about this? This birth certificate stuff. Anybody wanna get tell me please? Because I'm I'm a little bit lost now. You're saying that there's a birth certificate, you're born with your birth certificate. I'm banking bonded paper. Okay, I, okay, okay. Well, I'll agree with that, the original <laughs> is. All right, they file it with this, the state your state. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now I watched a video the other night of Jordan Maxwell. Or Max, yeah, Maxwell. Oh, I don't know God, the yeah, astrotheology guy. Okay, yeah, okay, go ahead. Yes. Now, that guy's done, I mean, he's gone 60 years and done everything under the sun. But he actually made a comment that he has a video, and I was trying to find it last night, and I still have it. But he has the number to call for... Background noise. Somebody's got background noise. Come on, man. Somebody. Please, please. I'm trying to think of uh, He call. He's using the, uh, your, your, your social security number, the number that's on the actual back of your social security number, or card, your card. Now, I yeah. don't have my original one. And I, and I know that there's no that number. number I, I have my social security card right here, okay. And I was born in, okay. in the early '70s, so there's no magical number on the back so of my I. card. Okay, but there's I don't have any down number the on the back right of my card. Corner anywhere? No. It said my card okay. says so this card is not to be used for identification purposes. That's about it. I, I mean, so right. that's the only thing I can okay. think of, you know. But is that the original? Now I know it's the one. Th- I know it's an original card. It's an original. It's old. It's old. I mean, but it's an original. Okay. So I don't have it's that. It's got to be the original one. It is the original. That's what my original Social Security card anyway, gave. Okay. Go ahead. I mean, well, maybe anyway, he does. Said he, he's Go apparently he's got this number that you can actually contact a bank. He gives you the number to the bank. I, I got to find his video, and it says. Well, you call I'd like it to get say, that hey, number. I found. Yeah. I found him. What he does is he says you need to call him and say I found this. A certificate in my grandmother's house or whatever, and she passed away. And I am just curious to know if this thing is still action or uh, active or valid. And you give them that okay. number, and they tell you Dave? that there's supposedly six point nine million dollars. If you can find that number, I will call it right now. If you can find that number, I, I, I'll call it right now. I gotta now. watch a video. I gotta go through <laughs> twenty-five videos. Well, I, all right. Well, you know, but again, I'll, for the listening audience, I'll out find there, this doesn't mean no good, but, but it'd be great if you had it. Yeah, 
Let's go. Uh, well, let's Fred. say this though. We know we know that the corporation owns us, right? No. We know we talk about the British Crown owning us. Okay, well, that's an argument. But go ahead, Mike. What do you want to say, Mike? You want to add yeah. on to this? Go ahead. Okay. Well, our friend Ron Reck has done this, but he's done it with the uh, with the uh, birth certificate thing, right? Where he's called this. He's, he looked at he looked at the bottom of the birth certificate, and he found that it was on bank paper with a with a it says it says a bank note and all that stuff, and he made he cut he found a number on the back of the birth certificate, and called it and they didn't want when he brought this thing up to them they didn't want where did he call them and uh, they didn't want to talk to him about it they just. Hang up on him or didn't say, no yeah, they thought he was nuts. You know, yeah, they thought he was a nut job. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what yeah. do you think? <laughs> I mean, I mean well, somebody called me up and said, I would hang up too. Find out what that number is. Find out what those numbers are, and I'll call them and report back to you. Yeah, yeah, I want to know. What, what are these numbers? I mean, well, I mean uh, I'm mean, i trying to get the number. I don't, I don't know what number I can to call. I mean, Cave's trying to locate it. He says Jordan Maxwell video. I mean, Jordan Maxwell, I know who Jordan Maxwell is. He's an astrotheologist, astrotheology. And he really, I mean, he makes good comments. And, he, and, and he's a philosopher. And he makes some very good, uh, I, I played a couple, one of his clips, actually, about government being corrupt. But, 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 the, but other stuff he goes way out in left field with that you just can't believe. I mean, he, he take, see, people take a subject, right, and they make good points. But when they get it and they make those good points, they try to hang on to that subject and stretch it out so far then it becomes unbelievable, you know? I mean, it's, it's, it's like don't beat up a good thing. When you got a good thing, just use it. Well, it you know, you don't, you don't use it anymore. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know. But, uh, but. Right, and I was, I was, and Sarge, earlier on we were talking about a certain person and stolen valor and stuff like that. And yes, we were talking about my, Warren. Yes. Yeah, we were talking about Warren and and stolen valor and him getting all over you about whatever, whatever, and basically impugning your your impugning you about your service and stuff like that. And my point is, yeah, we, yeah. My point was about the whole stolen valor thing, and I was talking about John Kerry and the whole Swift Boat. Swifto veterans for truth and John Taylor throwing some medals over the White House pencils or something like that. And that guy, that guy, if you want to talk about stolen valor, that's the guy to talk about it with, you know? Because okay. that guy, right. that guy comes well, back and says baby killers and all that stuff, and 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 we see what he is, right? Well, I tell you, I tell you what Stone Valor definitely is. On the case of John Kerry, even though there were people, the Swift Boat veterans, and I read their book, they questioned the circumstances under which John Kerry was awarded his Silver Star. There is no doubt that he got an official award of the Silver Star from the Department of the Navy. That is a verified fact. Now, Stone Valor is like what Richard Blumenthal did who was a Marine reservist who claimed he was a Marine reservist and he served in Vietnam as a combat platoon leader. That's stolen valor because he was never in Vietnam. He never deployed outside the United States, even though 
He was a Marine Corps Reservist. He went to boot camp. He went to Officer Canada School for the Marine Corps. He got a commission. He was all of those things, but he was never in a combat theater as an infantry battalion leader. That's stolen valor. Now, with John Kerry, what you got is somebody that calumnied his comrades. He cast a shadow on the integrity and the uh, uh, nobility of American soldiers who fought and died in Vietnam. He cast their efforts as being those that were just suckered into the And you could argue that. But I wouldn't put John Kerry down quite as an example of stolen valor. I just put him down as a piece of shit. But I don't think yeah, he yeah. qualifies as stolen valor. Correct. Mm-hmm. I agree with you there. Yeah. You know, uh, stolen valor is, is this, is when you have not served at all in the military, have nothing to do with the military, and you're out there saying, I served this year, this year, and that year in this branch, and you didn't. That's stolen, you know, that's stolen valor, I guess, if that's what you want to call it, valor, because there's nothing valor about it. You know, I mean, it's just it's just you lying, you know. I mean, that's basically what it is. I mean, everybody wants to put yeah. new titles to it. You know, now, now, what what Warren did is not stolen valor. What Warren did was is he is he made a false claim, a, a slandered Sarge. That's what he did. Anti, uh, I guess they say defamation of character. He went and said that he was a, a fake veteran, and that and and, and he, he was trying to insult him, and it didn't work. Warren is a, is is a, is a, is a fool, you know. And what he's doing on Block Talk Radio is, is he's ruining the he's ruining the platform. And it's a very clever way a lot of these people do it. Is they take these platforms, they call in, and they call, and they and they try to ruin it. They shake up every you know with their nonsense. And because we're trying to have some very serious discussions about serious issues, and this guy wants to come in and talk about China and anti this, anti that, and pro China this, and he and he and then he's criticizing every single person that disagrees with him. And then when they try to challenge him to a debate, an honest debate, what's he do, Sarge? He runs away, right? Runs like a little coward that he is. Yeah, he's after making outrageous accusations for which he now has the opportunity to prove that he's correct. Or to, or, to, or to, you know, or to show what a fraud the other person is. He literally runs away from it by saying, "Well, you know, debating the person who responds to his spurious accusations is beneath him to the base." I cannot I think of anyone. I cannot think of a more unworthy thing to uh, claim as you attempt to put, show how legitimate you are. I can't think of anything more unworthy than that. My question is this. Why did you keep entertaining this person? Well, let me ask you this question. Well, nobody's entertaining him, right. okay? We're addressing an issue. Well, we're, 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 we're talking about straw man arguments, and these leftists, that is their, one of their single biggest tactics is a straw man yes. argument. I'm really glad you brought this up tonight, Joe, because this is the thing we have to be constantly on guard about, just like the gun control yes. debate. You say you're yes. opposed to... You're a law-abiding citizen. You own, I don't know, 50 guns. And they want you to register your guns or turn them in. And they say, well, how does, this, how does this protect anybody? And none of my guns has killed any human being, wherever, and even come close to killing any human being. And they respond with, well, what does that mean? You don't want to stop children from being killed? That's a classical straw man argument. There you go. Brother Thank Warren you. Does it all the time. Yes, well, that's on, what I'm look, talking we about, Keanu. We was on Donnie's show, and Sabaka came on, 
And we was talking about one thing, and he went to talking about slavery. I said, Chabak, we're not talking about that. You know what he told me? I'm talking to the host. You know what the host told him? Bianchi is also a host. And you know what I told him? I said, goodbye. And guess what he said to me before he left? He MF'd me up and down, round and round. Didn't he show it? He did. He did. He sure did. He said, what? What Strictly speaking, he said, F you, Piaggi, then he hung up. Chewbacca did? Yes, he did. Wow. Uh, wow, I'm surprised about that because he said because he said that Warren was a host of his podcast? <laughs> no, I said that. Yeah, no, he said that Piaggi was one of the co-hosts of, of the broadcast, and oh, Piaggi, oh. in his capacity, has co-hosted the broadcast, bid him goodbye. And that is oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. I got yeah, and, and that is, yeah, and that infuriated Piaki. I mean, not Piaki, but that infuriated Chewbacca, and he responded to Piaki by saying, "F you," and then he hung up. And see, here's the ah, thing that okay. you don't realize: me and Sarge get accused for actually, for actually sucking up to you, Joe Gibson. Joe, I know, I know. You do. I, I mean, know. Why? why? I don't understand. Him? Why did you suck up with these white people? That's what they ask us. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, wonder why come they don't ask you directly rather than coming on trying to oozy up and cozy up under you. So, when they get the opportunity, they're going to bite deceptive. you in the juggler vein. Yeah, they're being deceptive. They're being deceptive. Yeah. And that's what a lot of these people do. You know, and I, I like the conversation I brought up earlier in the beginning of the podcast show. I was bringing up why can't you be proud of your race if you're a white guy, you know, and, and today because you're automatically a racist. You're automatically a racist. You're automatically a, a, a separatist, and, you, and you're anti-American. <laughs> what? <laughs> I played a Muhammad Ali clip. Uh, actually, it was like I got a full board. I'm going to see if I can get the exact clip and play it. It's, it's a Muhammad Ali clip. It's, it's, it's awesome because he addresses the issue, you know, and, 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 and this, this is what we need to talk about today. I mean, and, and Muhammad Ali, as a matter of fact, I got it right here. Let me play it. Like, let me get it up here. I'm sad because I want to find out my race and lose my beautiful identity. You can do what you want, but it's nature to want to be what you want. I want to be with my there he goes. I didn't get the whole thing in there because I had it. But it was a good debate that he was having with this guy. He yelled. He put this guy in his place, basically. You know, and, and but today, if you did that, oh, you know, you can't do that today. You know, I mean, it's, 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 uh, Muhammad Ali was a bad man. He stood up for what he believed, and there was nothing wrong with that. You know, but today, you can't do that. Yeah. You, know, you know, one thing, though, about Muhammad Ali, though, he did moderate somewhat that viewpoint. I don't think anybody should be certainly look. I'm not proud of what I am racially because I had nothing to do with it. I had nothing to say so about getting conceived or who my ancestors were. I only take pride in things that I have done. I am grateful to, to them for making me because I'm perfectly happy. Every time I look in the mirror, I say, what a good-looking guy this is. I'm happy as hell. All them people, my direct ancestors, made me the way I am. So I'm grateful to them. I'm not necessarily proud of anything. I don't even say I'm proud to be an American. I'm grateful to be an American because it's the greatest country in the history of mankind. Now, I'm proud of having served my country and shed my blood for my country and continuing to serve as a police officer. Those things that I did, I can take pride in those things. I don't take pride in things I had nothing to do with. It was just lucky enough to be granted by a circumstance, luck, and the chance of the draw. But I think it's right. better for people to say, I think it's better for people to say they're proud to be an American 
was it proud to be white rather than to say they're ashamed of it. So even though I don't think it's quite accurate to say it, I'd rather them say they're proud to be white and they're proud to be American than to say they're ashamed of it simply because they are. And they had nothing to do with being... Well, this is like the argument. This wasn't about proud American. Let me see. I got the whole thing. It's about 15 seconds long. Let me play this. I'm sure a more intelligent white person watching this show, a more intelligent uh, white man in his or her right white mind, want black boys and black girls marrying their white sons and daughters and in return introducing their grandchildren as half-brown, kinky-haired black people. I am sure I would object to that. Well, you wouldn't, but a lot of... Well, I'm very sad that this... It ain't sad because I want my child to look like me. Every intelligent person wants his child to look like him. I'm sad because I want to blot out my race and lose my beautiful identity. You can do what you want, but it's nature to want to be what you want. I want... All right. So basically, and he's right. I mean, he's actually right. If you, I mean, what do you think, Sarge? But Joe, what did, what did Muhammad Ali say when he went to County Cork, Ireland, and he became acquainted with his grandfather, Abe Grady, his great grandfather, Abe Grady, and the citizens of County Cork welcomed him as a as a as a member, honorary member of County Cork, being descended from Abe Grady, who married. His great black great grandmother. He would not exist if that white man had not decided to marry his great grandmother. And he acknowledged that in his later years. So even Muhammad Ali moderated that belief to some extent. All right. Where did say, he Bianca? get that ideology from, Sorry, Hang on for a second. Where did he get that ideology from? The Nation of Islam. Sorry. There you the go. Nation of Islam. The Nation of Islam. You know, okay. You know why? Right. What do you think would happen? I know. I know we have Black what Black Appreciation Month or whatever the heck it's called. What do you think would happen if we had White Appreciation Month? You know that. Well, why don't you have thing. it? I support it. <laughs> have it. Have it. Have people it. say. People would, say we already do. People say we already have it. Eleven months out of the year, they say. They say we already have uh, everything controlled by That's what they I, say. I can't find it on the calendar. Exactly. Look, there is only one racial grouping of people that it is publicly acceptable to regularly excoriate. And we know that what that's to be true. It is white males in particular. No other group can be subjected to routine public excoriation by people at the highest levels of government other than white males. That's simply the fact today, whether we want to, yeah, in the background, everybody understands the contributions of white males to Western civilization, and particularly the United States. Everybody understands. It's implicit in everything we look all around it. But because there's this new regime of thought control, I mean thought control, that is everywhere and is ascendant, we are not allowed to even make that observation without being accused of being controversial. All right. Well, we were talking what about sovereign Obama, citizens. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Where did Obama learn that at? Where did Obama learn that at? He learned it. Oh, he learned it all his life. Church. All of his life. He got. I'd say it got sharpened when he went to Harvard. That's really <laughs> where it got sharpened, and he got all kind of accolades for just being an articulate, clean, nice-looking black guy. That's like a storybook to paraphrase a certain president of the United States. 
Well, I want to get back to the sovereign thing, you know, the sovereign thing, because that's, that's, that's big. You know, this straw man thing, you know, where, we, where your birth certificate, you can cash in your birth certificate, or, and it's worth uh, $685,000 or something. And I know I asked Alan to talk about it, because he's big on that, but I don't know where the heck he is. He said he was going to call in because uh, he, he had some stuff he wanted to talk about, so I don't know where the heck he is. I can't find him on the board here right now. Maybe he called in. I don't know. But, but this sovereign thing, because he was talking to me about traveling. He said it was under 18 U.S. code something, he, and, and I printed it out about the traveling thing. But that doesn't have to do with me, though, as a private citizen. He says it does. I forgot what code he had me print out, man. Ah, Jesus. You know, I'm, I'm just way <laughs> off base here for some reason. I don't know why. Because I, I wanted to talk about the Federal Reserve tonight, too, and I didn't get there. But let me see if Alan's on the board yet, because I've been waiting for him to call in forever. Uh, let's see here. I don't know if he's here or not. Press 1 if you're here, Alan. I don't know if you're here. I don't see your number anywhere. Uh... Press one if you want to talk to Alan from Colorado. I don't know where the heck he went. I lost Tave. Tave is gone. I don't know where he went. <laughs> there's Tave. Okay, there's Tave. There's Alan. There he is. Yeah, there's his number right there. All right, let me bring Alan on. Cause he probably, this 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 this, this, this uh, laser that he talked about hitting Maui. Go ahead, Alan. Alan. All right, I don't know. It's very simple. Does anyone know how to use it? Is Alan, are you there? All right, I don't know. I guess he's not there. You're muted, Alan. Your phone is muted. All right, I don't know. He doesn't know what he's doing. Who knows? All right, I'll just leave your line open then. Talk whenever you open up your line. Okay, you know, you're back say, with me. Go ahead. Let me say something, Joe. Yeah. You know, yeah. Sergeant guys are right. You know, what would happen if we had tried to have a white history month or something? But you know what pisses me off that I heard today? Is that this freak show... Gay, transgender, queer, drop them off of me. Oh, I don't want to get any more words out of my mouth. Says that the month of the gay or the LBGTQ, the happy gay you, summer. They make it, instead of having it a month, they want to make it the whole summer. Yeah. You know what? Well, no, well, they're going to do day. that, Dave. They're going to do it. Better get one day. Why does somebody else get a month? I don't give a fuck who you are. You guys get that doesn't make a difference to me. I don't care white, black, where. Let's let's call it like it is. The people that deserve it don't even get it. That's well, where's Shabaka? Shabaka says he's in the chat room. I don't see your number anywhere on my call screen, Shabaka. Scared to talk to Shabaka. They have. Well, I don't see your number anywhere calling in. Press one. I mean, where are you? I mean, you guys got to press one. Everyone knows that. <laughs> it's 209. I got you unmuted, 209. I have you unmuted. Talk. Oh, yeah, what's going on? I'm talking. I got a lot to say. What's going on with you, Joe? How you doing? <laughs> Go ahead there, Chewbacca. <laughs> okay, first place your house Nico right there, Pianchi. Yeah, I did tell him to go fuck himself and he can kiss Uh-oh. my ass. He's ignorant. All right, okay, all yeah, right, all right, all right. The go number ahead. to call what, in what's is the 516- Four one eight five nine nine six. Tonight, what we're doing in about uh, thirty-two minutes is plant obsolescence, and you know about how all these automobile manufacturers and computer manufacturers and Bill Gates and all of them make all this shit to break down. That's supposed to contribute yep. to the U.S. economy. Uh, the dump, as in human shit, belongs convicted. The governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, he's a transvestite. I'm saying he wears women underwear, and Ron DeSantis can kiss my ass. 
Okay. Why do you hate them? Why do you hate Trump so much? For I just don't understand why. Oh, I see, Joe. It's not so much that I hate Trump. Okay, you know what I'm saying? He's a gangster for real. Okay, Trump represents uh, totally of how white America honestly feels. Okay, and I'm much rather deal with an individual, uh, uh, the wolf, than as opposed to a wolf in sheep's clothing. How does, how do they Trump feel? Is. How does white America feel? How does white America feel about Trump? You got no, you just idiot. said no. You just you just said Trump. You know, not me. Not me. <laughs> Sarge. Okay, Sarge. You're, is this Sarge there in the background? No, that was Cave. No, 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 of fraud in reality. He got okay, found guilty. Man, that's a civil case, man. This dude shit. ain't going to get hit with shit. no criminal stuff, man. Trump ain't going to get right, hit with no on. criminal okay. conviction. Chewbacca. You know Chewbacca. Joe, knows it. Joe knows it. You know. Hang on, Chewbacca. See, I'm an old bird. Chewbacca. Yes, what's your question? You said, you said Trump, that the voters out there identify with Trump. What? How does white America identify with Trump? Oh, is because Trump represents them to the utmost and to the best of his ability. Look at uh, Nikki Haley. Look at the brain-dead Negro you got by the name of Uncle Tim Scott, you know, who tried to run with Trump. And then when Trump gets inaugurated, he's standing up there looking like Stymie out the Little Rascals uh, uh, anti-black uh, uh, movies you see of the 1930s in a dump that I grew up in called Los Angeles that they have Hollywood at. And he's standing there skinning and grinning, you know what I'm saying? And all of them are walking by, man, and my girl should have pissed and shitted on them. And I refuse to be a, a, a man like that. However, he's a hold it, but however, he's a U.S. Senator. Plus that, as you know, they're getting ready to shut down the government, man. What, what is it now? Less than 96 hours right now. Thank okay. God. Okay. And Thank then God. on top of that. Bill Gibson? And then, yes. Hang on. Hang on, Bianca. Hang on. Let Chewbacca finish and you go here next. Go ahead. Hang no, on. Go ahead, Chewbacca. I got Bianca in line. I'm going to tell you, I'm getting ready to walk to the mailbox and hopefully when I come back, you'll be back on the subject of Social Security numbers. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> um, go ahead, there, Chewbacca. Go ahead. Why do you hate uh, yeah, Bianca so, so much? What did he do to you? I, excuse <laughs> did I me, Joe. Something? I don't uh, – hold it, Joe. Let me explain something to you. Okay. I do not hate that man. If anything, I feel sorry for that man. Okay. But he would not Why? give me the same respect. Okay. Why do I feel sorry for him? Yeah. There's a hashtag uh, out there, uh, you know, like how they had the hashtag Black Lives Matter. There's a hashtag out there, man, that's called Resurrection of the Mental Dead, okay? And you've got to keep in mind is that the slave was dummied down systemically. This is why he was beaten severely if he learned how to read. This is why they did not want the slave to learn how to read, because he starts reading. He starts realizing his uh Situation when he starts realizing his situation, he starts rebelling. You know, look at Nat Turner. You know, I don't think reading starts. Shabak, with all due respect, I don't think reading has anything to do with knowing your situation. I mean, if you know, if you're in a bad situation, I don't think reading has anything to do with it. You know. Okay. Okay. But you see, Joe. This is why the hashtag resurrection of the mental dead was created. It's because the slave was totally 
mentally dead. The former heavyweight champion had said that. Okay, now if Ali wants to uh, recognize a rape and slave trend, uh, pedophile in his family, well, he would have my sympathy and plus let the greatest rest in peace. He's not here. Okay, so what it is, is is for us as a people, and Sarge, you have to identify with this. Now, Sarge, you don't have your automatic napkin holder with you, do you? No, not not, not now. Uh, uh, okay. uh, uh, well, Sarge, I'm not mad at you. It's your God-given right. And well, what's this right deal with this Warren mind. guy, Shabaka? Shabaka, I, I really respected you. I can't believe you would stoop as low as have this idiot Warren on your show and let him dictate okay, you that his man stupid, is not an idiot, stupid Joe. beliefs. Oh, i got to uh, disagree with you, Shabaka. Okay, okay, Joe, we can at least disagree agreeably, but I have a lot of respect for Warren. You know what I'm saying? And I've spoken with the man, and what it is is that he has told you on his show that you had to admit, although you hated to, is that slavery in the United States of America was race. All you had to do was be black, man, and you was automatically a slave, man. Look at the movie called 12 Years a Slave, okay? <laughs> Biggest bunch of bullshit that I ever saw. Yeah, okay? you were well, a slave man, back in the We're going to start this conversation. Let's go back born. to the... Library of Congress, and let's find out excuse who owned the vote and ran the gold triangle, and we're going to talk sir, about Judaism and the Jewish people and the Jewish people that own the vote. Hang on, Dave, I'll give you a chance to talk. Dave, I'll give you a chance to go back. Shabaka doesn't have a problem listening to you. Just let him finish his point, please. Go ahead, Shabaka. Okay. Okay, the movie, 12 Years as a Slave, where this Negro was, quote-unquote, born free. And then what happened is he took his ass down south, and he got put up there off into the slave market for 12 years. And then he was brutalized, degraded, all that. Now, he's supposed to sit up there and say, well, you know, I'm from a free state. I'm an American. Nah, your black ass ain't nothing but a nigga in the United States of America. And excuse my language. Now, Pianchi, he does not relate to stuff like that. This is why I feel sorry for Pianchi, so I will no longer be speaking or addressing to Pianchi. You see what I mean? Okay. It's because, okay. right. like Sister Harriet Tubman had to do, Joe, this is my last thing. Like Sister Harriet Tubman had to do, when she says, when you get on this Underground Railroad, okay, there's no turning back. And I'm quite sure you had six feet eight slaves who sit up and say, well, Miss Harry, we can't go back. We can't leave Massa. This good old Massa is good as he been to us, supposed Malcolm. And I'm quite sure she had to use that street sweeper and decorate a whole lot of them trees. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, Dave's got something to say to you. That go ahead, Dave. Hey, hey, who's got the background noise? Somebody, please. Whoever's got the background noise. Joe, are you, shuffling, okay, Jeffle, are you shuffling cards or something? Somebody, Joe, is. What go you ahead. Doing? Go ahead, Dave. Uh, when we want to talk about the slavery thing, just like we didn't know about the Homolador, what happened with the Bolshevik Revolution until basically the Internet wasn't invented, and we found out how with the atrocities committed prior to World War One to, to feed into World War One and drive World War Two with that narrative. The same uh, Knights of Malta, we're going to call them, the Jesuits, these people owned the very boats that ran the Golden Triangle from Europe to Africa to America, and are the ones, 98%, if you go to the Library of Congress, you can find actually the names of the boats, the owners, and where they decided to park and leave their stock at when they came to the wonderful America. And they are the ones that, more than anybody, 
realized what they were going to do when they were trying to load their molasses up, instead of them doing it to take it on the boat for the three-month journey to America, they could get slaves from Africa, these people, that they could actually then sell them into slavery. It wasn't white people in America doing it. They were brought here. And the worst part about the worst thing I ever heard, and I'm going to say something about this. And the ones that did the size of the boats. Let me say something. I'm not done talking. You had your chance. Let me talk. The size of the boats that were brought and built back then, the Americans couldn't have more than 65 people on their boat. More than 65 people on any of these boats. You couldn't get me more than that. Of everything that they were trying to travel and trade with. But here's the bad thing about it. What they did do to the people that they took from Africa was what they laid them down. Now, when you're on a boat for three months on a journey, you can't have to do one of two things. You have to shit and piss. Okay? Well, yeah, that, right. I, oh, that was wasn't very given anybody. Did you know what they did? Was, they laid five six guys across the floor, oh, yeah. shoulder to shoulder, within an inch of a part, and then they stacked them on top of each other, laying flat. Three or four months. And nine out of ten slaves that came from Africa on these boats by these Jesuits died from disease. That's all. Let me ask you a question. Why are we talking about this issue here with slaves and slavery? I don't understand, Chewbacca. What seems to be the problem here? How are we going to overcome this issue? I mean, what's the problem oh, here? Oh, the reparations. We never had over the issue because our government, yeah, yeah, Man, don't yell at me, man. Okay, there's no reason to yell. I know you hate me. I'm glad that you hate me. I love being hate. <laughs> I don't hate you. you. I hate everybody saying? equally. Uh, man, okay, all right. Let's Let not yell, guys. There ain't Come no on. such thing as no equality. But anyway, Joe, getting back to what I was saying is, okay. That's why you was uh, Dave, come on, man. Can't have an arguing match. I gave you a chance to talk. You can talk again. Just let him finish his point. Go ahead, Chewbacca. I asked you a question. But, but, okay, as the gentleman described, you know, the conditions of the slave uh, hall ships, yeah, they were very, very unsanitary. You know what I'm saying? We did extensive research on it uh, years ago. Okay, but one thing that they did not want was the slave to think. Because once he starts thinking, he realizes his condition, and then he starts rebelling, okay? Look at Haiti, you know, Nat Turner. You see what I'm saying? And Nat was only 31 years old when he died. And in a way, look at uh, what Muhammad Ali did. He sacrificed his prime years because his exact words were in 1967, and this is a quote, the Viet Cong ain't never called me a nigga. The Viet Cong ain't never bombed my church or raped my woman or killed our babies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And okay. Ali's All right. statement was that. was that, the, okay, hold it, and he stated that the white man is his enemy, okay, but the beauty of Muhammad Ali in his prime, couldn't nobody kick his ass. That's what we loved about him. He recited okay. poetry about how he's going to whoop your ass. Okay. Well, I don't know. Who was the first one to beat him? Ken Norton? Who was the one that beat him? No, no, no. Joe Frazier. No, no, Joe Frazier. March 8th, 1971. March 8th, I remember the night very well. I remember the night very well. March 8th, 1971. All right, Chewbacca. Chewbacca. He fought Joe too soon. Yes. Yeah, I know, but hang on. Back to the Pianchi issue here now. I don't understand. You now, you said I, where you guys have, are at an impasse on this here with, with you two. I can't get between you guys and your fights or whatever, but if it's over that guy Warren, Shabaka, you picked the wrong one. The guy Warren is a deceptionist. He's deceiving you. The guy is he just hijacked your show to get his pro-China crap about, uh, across the board. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. He, uh, he's not illogical on any of the subjects that he's talking. If you had someone with a serious debate or, or 
or someone who would know history like Sarge, debate Warren, he will tear him to shreds. Warren is afraid, okay, well, he's a coward, is well and he has no... Yes, he is well-read. Yeah, Sarge, is, Sarge is very well-read, and I don't always agree with Sarge, but Sarge does stick to his guns, and I respect Sarge for that. Sarge does a lot of research. You know, I got tons of books right here, you know, that I've got a lot of them, you know, from um, Johnson Publications, you know, Lerone Bennett that Sarge is uh, familiar with, okay? And this is the basis of uh, a lot of my information that I get from. Bums okay. like Larry Elder, Leo Terrell, Pianchi, you know what I'm saying? You guys Do you like any conservatives? Do you like any conservatives that are black? What? Uh, okay, it all depends on the subject matter of what they're uh, talking about, Joe. It's because we, oh, ben Carson. black people got to have. Okay, okay. Ben Carson, he's on his own meds, man. He's prescribing his own meds, okay? Ben oh, Carson stays loaded, man, okay? <laughs> he he stays loaded. Okay, yeah, he's on his own meds. And I think California passed a law where a doctor cannot write his own prescription. You know, Ben oh, Carson Lord. is a soap fiend. <laughs> Who okay. do, all, right, all right, let me ask you this question then. Who do you yeah. like that's a conservative? Who do you like? Oh, okay, well, let me see here. I read oh some of their materials. I don't have to say I have a particular uh, conservative, but I try to read their materials, and I look for the flaws in the basis of their foundation, like Larry Elders, okay, who is a punk, okay, by the way. Plus, that Larry Elders told that one of the biggest lies going. He stated when he was trying to recall Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, Gruesome Newsom, as they call him, he had stated that he had grown up in south-central Los Angeles. Elders did not grow up in South Central Los Angeles. He grew up in the Crenshaw District, which is way west, okay, of South Central, and is near an area called Baldwin Hills, and famous people have lived up in Baldwin Hills, like Tina Turner, uh, Red Fox was at one time. You think Sammy Davis Jr. had a place up there and uh, what have you. What about <clears throat> Sammy Davis Jr. was a conservative? And well, Red he Fox probably too. was. Who called it? He backed right. Richard Nixon in 1972, and they there pulled Sammy Davis Jr. off the stage. You see, you know, I still got some of my memory left, Joe. You know, All right. being but, an but old Shibaka, so-and-so. Shabaka, as you being an old-timer like you say you are, you're saying the only way to heal this country and the racial divide is by reparations. That's what you're saying. Oh, absolutely. Land, uh, four factors oh. of production, land, labor, capital, risk management, and entrepreneurship. Sorry? Slave traders benefited greatly. Yeah, yeah, I, like, I, like, I would trade. like to respond because I've been listening to quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, um, this is you. I'm I'm like you. simply respond to. First of all, just to dispense with this idea that Abe Grady was a raping, slave raping, he wasn't. He lived in no, no, Ireland. He had no contact with slaves in Ireland. When he came to the United States, he married. He married. He didn't rape. He married Bertie B. Moorhead. Bertie B. Moorhead gave birth to Odessa Lee Grady. That was Muhammad Ali's mother. I'm so very well aware so, of who so Odessa Grady is. Muhammad uh, Ali would not have existed were it not for the Irishman. Abe Grady, who married his mother's mother. Okay, now what about his mother's mother? 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 Okay, now what about his
Okay, and children sorry. and he stayed married with him for the rest of his life. All right, now okay, next. Sarge. Let's go to the next question. Let's go okay, to the next Sarge. Thing. All right. Sarge. Oh, have you ever saw Sarge? Okay. I just want to ask this question. Have you ever saw a motion picture called The Imitation of Life, and they made two versions of it? They made one in 1934. Uh, yeah, I've seen And they also did, yeah. Very, Hang very on. sad, isn't it? Hang on. Yes. But yes, when, yes, when, when you marry someone, you are not doing it in secret. You are putting your name okay, on right, a marriage right. because the marriage Obviously is you guys recorded. are not going to get nowhere on that subject. Because, I, I know. Uh, but I I'm saying the marriage, the marriage was fully <laughs> recorded. It was not a secret. He lived openly with her as man and wife in Kentucky. But let's go on. Let's go I got to get back next. to the Social Security. I got to get back yeah. to the Social Security uh, issue. To Chewbacca, real well, quick, I just want to say one thing about racism to... and why, if you think about it, you know, given the fact that hypocrisy is one of the more ignoble of human uh, character traits, uh, uh, racism is actually a vice that is paying to the virtue of equality, non-racial discrimination. See, the framers, the founders, and others knew that slavery was incompatible with the ideas of the Declaration and the Constitution. They knew it. They, they knew it. They knew it consciously. So they had to try to justify it. And the way they tried right, to justify it was to right, right, the right, notion right, right. I of scientific Chewbacca, promote your show they real quick. Slaves. i got to get back to Social Security. Then I'll call into your show later on, I promise. Yeah, yeah. All right, but I'm saying, yeah, let's, okay, yeah. well, you can go ahead and go back. I just want to respond to that. Uh, you did, because, you, you did, know, this let him, let him the framers, show. Yeah, being hypocrites and all that, we've got to address that. I think it's important to yes, address it. Yes, we will. It, and I really like promote it. Promote his show so he can go out, move <laughs> to, his, go to his platform there. Go ahead, Chewbacca, please. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, but we're talking about uh, uh, planned obsolescence, you know, in regard, you know, to uh, goods and services of how they design to fall apart. Automobiles, capital goods, uh, laptops, cell phones, you know what I'm saying, and what? Because they're built over in China, yeah. Okay, wherever where they were built, okay, (laughs) but whatever where they were built, okay. And me personally, uh, Joe, now one thing I will agree with you on is that, yeah, China, you know, they – they're trying to take up all the natural land and resources over there uh, on the continent of Africa where you silicon. Oh, you finally, you know, you finally agreed down. with me on that. Thank God. Where is uh, God? Okay. Wow. <laughs> Joe, 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 we've been saying that for the last seven years on, on Shabbat. All right. All right. All right. Why do you think they right. murdered Patrice Lumumba right. in the Congo? Okay. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay. okay. Why do you think they exiled Miriam McKee <laughs> from Azani? And it's not South Africa. The real name of the place is Azania, okay, because I don't okay. recognize right. what the boys right. call it. Right. Okay. Shabaka, All right. come okay. go ahead. When, yeah. are you on? when are you going on here, about 30 minutes, 20 minutes? Uh, uh, yeah, about 20 minutes. We come on 9 p.m. in Eastern time zone, Joe, where you're at, because it should be 8.38 <laughs> right. where you're at. Okay. okay. All right. I, gotta, I want to get back okay. to Social Security, guys, because uh, I was there. Yeah, yeah. Pianchi, did, you find the number? The... did you find the number, Pianchi? I guess not. No, I told. Okay. Actually, yeah, I know my social security, but somebody was going to uh, suppose a report and tell us those numbers that you can call and find out about the six hundred some odd thousand dollars that's owed me. And I got. Just oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, did was, you get me the number yeah. for this number I can call to find out about this uh, birth certificate thing? Yes, not. 
I'm going oh, through I'm, I'm going through I'm going through those videos right now. I'm trying to listen to them and mute myself so you guys don't hear me. But when I find it, you'll be the first ones to know. All right. All okay. right. Okay. All right. And, and, and another thing, to Joe uh, Joe Gibson, uh, you yes. owe reparations for the 350 some odd thousand white men and boys that gave their life fighting on the union side trying to end slavery. I, I and, guess I do. Slavery, uh, how much money do I got to pay? You think? Here, if it's slavery, the reason why I'm here tonight, thank God for slavery. <laughs> Who's got the background noise? Jeez, I'm going to just start muting everybody and just opening up everybody one at a time. You know, I mean, I just don't understand how hard it is, you know. Go ahead, Bianca, yeah. go ahead. Or Mike, no. Mike, no, go I'm ahead, done. Mike. You're, you're sorry, I forgot yeah. all about you, Mike. Go I'm, ahead. I'm, I am... I am. In one respect, I am for reparations because I think oh my I think Lord. reparations would be such a smart, such man. a poor choice, that, and it'll prove the point that if if some if if a place like I don't know San Francisco wants to do the old reparations reparations, but have at it because it's going to be a total shit show. You know, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Yeah. Are you talking about reparations? You know? What are you talking about? I don't understand. What are you talking about? Reparations. There's a, there's a lot of... How can San Francisco be the only place that does reparations? Right. Well, they, what they're going to do is they're gonna start in... It's going to be a pilot program in San Francisco, from what I understand. And I'm all for it because it's, it's going to be a shit show. It's going to put San Francisco in... Into uh, you know, into bankruptcy and everything else. So they already have at it. Well, San Francisco right. is morally bankrupt, man. That's why they call it the Barbary Coast, as in barbarians. What do you expect? <laughs> I don't think. How are they going to come up with this reparations? What are you talking about? Well, Chewbacca, can you explain to me reparations? What do you? What do you? What is the reparations? What are you talking about? Uh, okay, uh, I, uh, is uh, paying for the debt that's owed. Okay, for free what labor. Debt? Plus, what debt? How could it no, be free labor if it's, debt, if, free if it's owed? Okay, no, Joe, don't play word games with me. The slaves work for free. That's labor. They need to be compensated for it, okay? Also, too, All right. of the uh, systemic oppression of it. Look at the case of Emmett Till. Look at the case How do we pay Scott dead Scott people? Floyd. How do you pay a dead person? Oh, no, what you do is it's like this here, Joe. Let's say that you had a loved one, okay, who was uh, – Killed in an accident, okay? And then, of course, you know, the survivors, you know, are supposed to get something with proper insurance and things like that, okay? So pretty much look at it, that principle there. Now, I will admit, okay, because I had a debate with a loved one of mine, okay, it is a complicated uh, issue. You see what I'm saying? But punks yeah. like Elders and Leo Terrell and what have you, you see what I'm saying, you know, educated fools. Now, Dr. DeGruy this should be concluding her five-year study on it and uh, because she was looking at the insurance companies that insured the slave ships. They made money. She's looking at Lords of London that banked it. They have branches here in the U.S., okay? She's also looking at uh, DuPont as well, too. Then not to mention all the intellectual property, too, Joe, that was stolen. Okay, now what about, well, now what from, about uh, all the other people? Excuse me, let me finish. What about all the other uh, people? Black, Did they get uh, reparations, too? What, what other people? Well, you had Irish slaves, you had... Uh, yeah, that's uh, not my concern, I mean, sir, 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 sir. That's not my concern, okay? Wait a second, you're an American. You're an American, you want American sir, money. That's not my concern, okay? 
Wait a minute no, now. If you're going to talk about the people that owe the money, why don't you go to the people that actually, the same people you just mentioned, Chewbacca, who funded them? Who, who are they? Are they Americans? Natural-born Americans? No. They're the British crown. Hey, homie, check this out. Okay, you remember your boy George Wallace, man? Uh, segregation yesterday, segregation today, and segregation. My oh frog. But that's face. not slavery, that so, uh, Chewbacca. That's not slavery. That's segregation. Okay, Joe, Joe, Joe. The slavery. The difference now. Come on now. The Democrats who brought you the Ku Klux Klan. Okay, the Night Riders. You see what I mean? And then Sarge will agree with me on this. Now, this is one thing that Sarge and I do agree on is that the Second Amendment is not to be infringed. But, however, when the deacons of defense defended themselves, oh, they, 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 they had the law go after them. And then there was a certain organization out of uh, Oakland, California that had a chapter. Well, what about, the other, what about these other groups, Dan? Okay, what, what about the other groups, the Crips and the Bloods? You know, what about these groups? Then when they went up, uh, then when they went up there to exercise their Second Amendment rights, J. Edgar Hoover declared them public enemy number one. There's oh, a place on. out there in San Francisco, Joe. There's a place out there in San Francisco. They call it the Rock. It sits in the middle of Frisco Bay. It's called Alcatraz. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And the first one who and the first inmate <laughs> and the first inmate who should have been there is John Edgar Hoover. Just like well, RFK I can't told argue him. with you there. I can't okay. argue with Just you like there. Just like told him. Not only that the power that Hoover had was too much, okay, but it was also very dangerous. I mean, look what uh, J. Right. Hoover did to Martin Luther King, okay? Martin Luther King, the man of peace, you know what I'm saying? I believe What are we going to do, Shabaka? We can't turn one. back time. We can't turn back time. It's done. It's Joe, history. You learn something. You move on. They need to Joe, have a, Joe, need to have Joe, a holiday Joe, on Hoover. Joe, there's an ancient African <laughs> proverb called that going back to tradition is the first mm-hmm. step. It's called the concept of Sankofa. You smart, you educated man, pull it up. You know, <laughs> didn't you tell me that you had a degree? Yeah, the concept <laughs> I, going I, back I, to I don't know. I'm listening to Block Talk Radio. I'm starting forward. to get dumber. <laughs> hey, let me say oh, something about Baca, there is one glaring defect in oh, your argument that you continually again. ignore. That glaring defect in your argument is that the slaves were not citizens. They had no rights. That were Sarge. violated. They Sarge. were not citizens. Okay, Sarge. Now, that Sarge. is a glaring defect in your Sarge. argument. Okay, Sarge, Sarge, okay. Hang on, Bianchi wants to get here now. Come on now. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm not interested in what Bianchi has to I say. I know, well, I can't even get Everyone has a right to You're call. welcome to call in, Joe. You know what I'm saying? I'll get you off this show, too. I think that Bianchi should get you off this show, man. Oh, boy. Hey, Pianchi, so fuck me, you. How about me, that? Let me tell you. Come on now. Man, you ain't going to tell me shit, you ass-scratcher. You ain't going to tell me shit. I'm going to say this real quietly. No, man, you ain't going to tell me shit. And you notice that when somebody else is talking, he don't want other people to talk. He talks over Pianchi, fuck you again, man. Let me say this right here. Okay. Let me say this. And I tried to reach out to you, Pianchi, but hold on, though. You're no good lying scum. I tried to reach out to me. I'm not your Negro cousin. Fuck you. Okay, see, that, no, well, the, the sad news that I, we came across, Pianchi, is that Pianchi and Shabbat were brothers in ancient Kemet. 
Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Now, Shabaka, let him let him say what he's got to say. Tell you what, Joe, he can go on and say what he's got to say because I got to sign into my show, Joe. Okay, go on and let Bianca say what he got to say later. Okay. Well, I'm reparations from the Bank of London too. Go after the guys in the British Crown that got your bank money. You want your reparations? All right, Joe, let Bianca speak, please. When you be saying "f me," you ain't man enough. You hear me? You are not man enough to do that to me. And if you did try it, that would be one of probably the last mistakes that you make in 2023. I don't need you. What do I need you for? I don't need you for a damn thing. You ain't got nothing yourself but the same old damn rhetoric. All right, Bianchi, well, I got well, I would like him to note, though, the defect in his argument that black slaves were not citizens. They didn't have any rights taken away from them that you could redress under the Constitution. You guys take a lot of Africans heat, man. Got rid of, Africans got rid of those people. You know why? Because they were no good to society. Tell me, when do people get rid of something that they want to keep? You ever been to a... They flee, a, a garage sale, you walk down the driveway. They got a table there with things on display they want to sell. When you look over their shoulder in the garage and say, how about that over there? They would tell you this, that ain't for sale. <laughs> you guys, I want to ask you one flat. question. I want to know why he brings up about six or seven different things. And if you look at that, Every individual group that he mentioned, Bank of London, this and this and that, and talking about reparations from the tax-paying American citizen today that they want reparations paid for, should be paid for, and if they want it, go after the British Crown. Go after the very people that did this. See where you get with right, that. Because listen, what happens listen. is they mow they right through your country, and then they start a war, and then they, they do they're just like they have the World War One, World War Two. Sarge knows about it. They're how fucking you can't even make this shit up. The British Crown and the Vatican have more of a stranglehold on this country. That's it. Background noise. Who's got the been. background noise, man? Jeez. Yeah, well, you shovel cards. What is you shovel cards? Man, somebody is. Somebody's shuffling cars or doing something. I don't know. It's just uh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Anyway, listen. Did you I want to my point, Ronnie, my point, The entire subject that we got hijacked here tonight. Again, listen to me. The entire subject got hijacked yeah, again, hijack. again, because of Warren. Because of Warren. And yeah. I was dumb enough to bring his right. name up. You know? Well. I mean, uh, it's, it's <laughs> Warren character. <laughs> Man. All right. But, I mean, listen, as far as Chewbacca goes, if you think about that, the people that are responsible for the things that he's talking about, that's not any of us, number one, in, in the time what frame. But number two, saying, it's not even us as a country. It's saying, not even us as a country. Dave, what he huh? is saying, nobody in America is talking about. Okay? Maybe a handful of people is. That's about it. And the people that are are the people that are living in bad neighborhoods that are crying because they don't want to get them to go to work every day. Those are the people that want reparations. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Joe, wait a minute. You're not on board with the reparations thing. San Francisco is going to go through with this. 100%. No, they're not. It's going. No. Are you you nuts? They've already passed legislation. Yeah, well, 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 100%. Who's got the noise? They, they got some. They got a lot of shit going on there. 
anyone know about the stuff going on out there? You know, it's, it's San Francisco, and they say everything that happens in California sets the standard for America. He's right. He's exactly right when he said they were going to do a, uh, a pilot system through the reparations, and it's in. They voted on it. I didn't hear talking, about They've it. already got numbers, and I'm thinking to myself, what in the hell's going on here? Uh, but the problem he is, is right. He is right, Joe. The city legislature passed an ordinance to study giving a cash amount to people yeah. who are residents of San Francisco for a certain statutory period of time mm-hmm. and for others. They are looking into it. It's on the verge of passing as a city ordinance yeah. in San Francisco. What's because the thing is, a lot of people don't realize when you hear them talk about it, you know, these people think <clears throat> that... I can't get an answer. It's got something to do with being, being a... What is being passed? The what? reparations bill. The reparations bill has something yes, to do with... reparations from San Francisco yes. residents. A study yes. or a, a bill to pay. pay. Yes, they're going to pay. They, they passed it out of the, right or, the committee right that was studying it for the uh, Chicago, for the San Francisco City Council. It has yet to go to the entire council for a vote. But it's likely how are to they pass going to implement that, guys? Guys, how are they going to implement that and make it so? Tell me. They don't know themselves. They're just doing it. They're a bunch of signaling. They're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the point. They're virtual signaling. They're virtual signaling. If it's passed into okay. law, <laughs> it makes no sense. We're going to try this now, and, you know, hopefully... You know, everything, like everything else that starts out there, it'll sweep the country. Well, that's not going to happen, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, but they yeah, are starting it in San Francisco, and they're going to use city money to pay it. They're not going to use state money. They're not going to use federal money. They're going to somehow use city funds to pay residents of San Francisco. Okay, now I'm getting answers. Okay, now I'm getting answers. I hate to throw this back in your arms, Joe Gissel, is this. Why come whites ain't complaining about this? Well, because it just doesn't make logical sense. Uh, Like I said, I'm asking questions and I can't get no answers. They're going to pass a law. Okay, fine. How are they going to implement this? How are they going to pass it? Settle down a minute. They give away taxpayers' money. They're giving away taxpayers' money, which whites pay into. And another thing, him using this old version, black, all blacks are not for that. They need to be more defined in detail. I can't hear anything. I can't hear anything because of the background noise. I can't hear nothing. All I hear is somebody breathing, and I hear uh, something playing in the background. I mean, I mean, you know, what's up with this, man? All right, here you go, Joe. Here you go. Listen to this. San Francisco hey, board opened to reparations of $5 million payouts. The draft reparations plan released in December is unmatched nationwide in specificity and breadth. Now, Shaman Walton, uh, don't know who he is, someone there, payments of $5 million to every eligible black adult, the elim- elimination of personal debt and tax burdens guaranteed Annual income comes at least ninety-seven thousand dollars for two hundred and fifty years, and homes in San Francisco for just one dollar a family. These were some of the more than one hundred city-appointed reparations approved by the committee. <laughs> wow! Tell me that ain't going down. That is a full-fledged getting on the ballot, getting it handled, 
talking about taking money, where they're going to get it. Who knows? Well, we've got, we've got a federal uh, reserve that just prints the shit anyway. So, so hey, pay away. It's like, it's like the whole Obama thing, Obama phone thing. Where did he get it? He got they got the money for the Obama from his stash, right? Okay. I mean, this is where they're getting the money. So, how, so let's say I moved to San Francisco. I moved to San Francisco, and I'm black. Now, how am I going to get paid? No, you, you won't like that. You have to live there. You've had this established residency, I think it's for seven or ten years, no matter what, before that can even be said. So what that happens? How are they identifying every, these people? How are they going to identify them? Yeah, they had a, I've seen a list of things, how they were going to try and do. You know, you, you have to actually go back to your genealogy or your family tree, however, you have to prove it, okay? That's the point. You have to prove it. But even then, but even then, why does this American taxpayer got to pay for this when the goddamn British crown's the one responsible for it? Bricks. Well, the American taxpayer doesn't pay for anything, so that's, that's, that's the, that's, well, we were just talking uh, about no, but, 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 Joe, look, they, all they got to have is a vote from the city, the full district supervisors, you know, the city council of San Francisco. They have yet to vote on it, but, if and when they vote on it, it is likely to pass. Okay. Well, it got out of committee, it, but it hasn't been voted on by the whole San Francisco uh, legislature or the city council yet. It will not go. But when it does, no. there you go. They're going to find somehow. They're going to say they're going to find the money to pay all this money to black San Francisco residents. By the way, a few years ago, they drove most of them out with gentrification. So there really ain't yes. that many black residents in San Francisco right now. Less than 50,000. I just read that, Sarge, just now. 50, less than 50,000 black people there still you go. in that city. There you go. Yep. These people are a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think it's going to happen, guys. I think it's all smoke. I think it's all a bunch of nonsense. I think there's, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> well, it's something <laughs> for, for, for them. It's something for the Democrats to use. Is as as it something to try and steal a vote? Because if you're backing it, you're for it. That's a, they'll move with it. You know what I'm saying? How can they that's steal a vote when the voting? Tra- how can they steal votes well, when we know the election? Somebody's going to tell you, Joe, that. If you, were, if you were told that you were going to be paid money because you were an Indian and you lived in North Carolina and back in 400 years ago, somebody, whatever happened, some asshole from England did something to you, you could get money from England. Would you not jump on board with them and back them to try and get something if you knew that was coming? Absolutely. No, because I know it's not true. Well, they're giving away free money. They've done well, it in you know. Evanston, Illinois. They've done it in Evanston, Illinois. What did they do? Well, all I know is what goes on in California is it's actually uh, country damning. <laughs> yes, they did do a similar program in Evanston. And by the way, the New York Times back in May of this year said that the proposed payment could be as much as just for San Francisco, the proposed payout could be over 100 bit. That is, wow. like, that is about, that is almost, almost eight times the annual budget for San Francisco every year, which is about $14 billion a year. They're going to have to print up a lot of money. Well, they're doing it. They, I'm saying, you are not, you not understand <laughs> progressives and leftists are demented. They're lunatic. They'll just do anything if you let them get away with it. 
mean, they don't care how it hurts the city or the country. They don't get shit, you know? And that's the point. You, you look around, look at, look at the Biden and all the polling, you say, who's going to lose? He don't care. He don't give a shit. What the I can't hear nothing. Although I got to admit, if I'm forced to give up that kind of money, I'd rather give it to black residents of San Francisco than the people in Ukraine. No shit. Here, here, we give that much. We give that much to people in Ukraine. I don't know, guys. I think maybe we just print up money and give it out to everybody. Print up money and give it to everybody. Anybody, as far as I'm concerned with this government, all the stuff they give out to. Stop funding Israel. Stop funding Afghanistan. Stop funding everybody. When you got homeless veterans, well, people with mental problems in your own country, in your own neighborhood, your own constituents, I'm sure there's plenty of them under all these people who sit there and, and hand this money out for free. And then if, if Ukraine's such a war-torn battlefield, why the fuck is Zelensky the leader? Why ain't he over there handling business as a leader? No, he's over here shaking hands and puffing Peters because that's what he does for a living. Two uh, I was supposed to go to a convention of the states tonight meeting on Zoom, actually. I forgot all about that. It was at 8 o'clock. I wonder if it's still on. It's like a convention of the states. They invited me. They sent a text message to me. And, uh, I didn't even – I forgot all about that. Convention of the States. Let me read it. Well, you better get on your shit. You better get you a, a eraser board right yourself now, because if you're going to be running for Congress and doing some shit, you get elected. I'm going to have a whole bunch of shit for you to be having done. So get your pen. I'm not going to be working. I'm not going to be in your kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might not move right down there. I might move right down there. Don't you move. Man. The Russian defense budget is about $90 billion a year. We've given more money to Ukraine than the entire Russian defense budget. For That's year. insane. Well, that is insane. I am running for... Where's all my insane. donations at? I only have one donation so far on my page. One donation. What's up with that, man? You know, they got to pay for stuff, man. People really need to start opening up their pocketbooks here and, and uh, you know, start donating money here to my, my campaign. You ain't telling you nobody your, your site. I don't know your site. What's your site? Yeah. Women ain't telling me. I got six thousand followers on my Facebook page. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, you got you know? a face, you got a Facebook page? I didn't know that. Well, your yeah, campaign you website. Last time I checked, you were still working on it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, sorry, John. You on social media? Well, yeah, I'm on. It. I can't get. Well, I can get on, on it. Let's put it that way. Oh, okay. So you're not one that checks up on it all the time, huh? No, not all right. not unless it's something in the news. I'm trying to find this Convention of the States link. I'm wondering if I can link up here. How long do their meetings usually last for us, Bianchi, on, on the Zoom? Two hours. Two hours? All right. Well, I better get over there then. All right, guys, closing thoughts. Come on now. Closing thoughts. I mean, we've got hijacked. The show got hijacked. So, I mean, but Mike, go ahead. Closing thoughts. You first.
It's not gonna sweep the news. You know, you let it get to home in Chicago or New York City or something like that. But, but it's not gonna. I mean, there are, it's not gonna sweep the news like they think it's gonna sweep. It's just diluted all over the place. That's a fact. Back in, Joe. All right, Bianca, go ahead and talk. Well, I hope I hope Chewbacca do get some money because as soon as he do, I'm I'm pulling up these archives of these shows and I'm gonna sue him for fun. <laughs> All right, Dave, go ahead, man. Well, I gotta say this, guys. I don't know. We've had enough problems in Akron, Ohio, with all the shit that's going on with Trey, uh, Jalen Walker being shot up. I just the, the verdict just came through the uh, courts that the. Uh, the two black brothers that stomped a white kid to death at the, at the Ron James I Promise School over a water gun fight and killed this kid. Uh, they're probably going to burn Akron down. Jesus Christ, I can't even imagine. i just seen this come across my phone, but, hey, you know what? There's good people well, in this world, and I know it. I'm, it's a, uh, you guys, what, you got some violence out there, maybe? Yeah, well, what's going to happen is these... Uh, oh yeah, we get over twenty people shot at night over here. This is, you. This, is uh, this is Little Detroit, they call it over here in Akron. Little Detroit. Yeah, it's great. Right. Little Detroit. Yep. Yep. Go but, ahead, uh, Go ahead. I, you know, I was say, there's oh, some good sorry. people. You know, there's oh, good people oh, everywhere, oh, but then there's bad people. They got a, a platform, and, and like a couple of these guys that hijacked the show or whatever. You know, like I said at the beginning, we just got to stop letting them have that opportunity to speak and not speak up well, and, and cut them off, and that's it. Yeah, I'm just gonna start muting everybody because it's too much, too much with the noise. Everybody's, you know, with too much background noise. You know, I mean, it's like well, you know, it's just a change of terrible. topic. You know, he just comes in and, and switches the whole damn thing up on what we were talking about, and you didn't get to what you wanted to talk to and or talk about as much, like the Federal Reserve or whatnot. But you know what? We can do it again tomorrow. Have a good yeah. night, guys. All right, all right, guys, <laughs> go ahead. Well, reparations going nowhere is a national issue. That's clear as a bell. We know Gavin Newsom is auditioning for the job of the Democratic Party nominee. He's not much. He's running away from it like a, 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 a vampire from garlic. He wants nothing to do with it nationally. That's why it lets you know it's not going to be a national issue. It might be a local issue, even a regional issue. But it's not going to be a national issue, not at this time, because the American people, given their economic state, the state of illegal immigration and everything else, are simply not going for this kind of insanity. So it ain't going nowhere. But, the, but, but like you said, we are being confronted with all sorts of distortions. Everywhere you look, we see straw men thrown in our past in an attempt to distract us. And if the straw men don't work, they got some shiny squirrels for you to look at and Jake. We got to keep right. on the main issue. The main issue is the economy, illegal immigration, and election integrity. Those are the three things that are going to decide our immediate future and the things we have to give prioritization to because they are imminent and they are pressing. We cannot ignore them. Let me say this real quick, real quick. In Normandy, Missouri, Normandy, Missouri, you had a candidate for mayor, a black candidate, and he said that if he get elected, he's going to fire all the white public service workers. But guess what? He got elected, and he did do it. Maurice Hunt was his name. He did do it or didn't do it? 
Look him up. He did do it? He did it. Yeah, he did it. Now, luckily, right. he was voted out, Man. and he was voted out by two votes. All right, all right. I just got to start muting everybody when they're done talking. All right, all right, guys. All right, tomorrow night or next show we do. Trust me, I'm not, it won't be ran like this. I'm just gonna have to. Everybody's gonna talk one at a time. That's how I'm gonna do it. So one at a time. before the Congressional Committee to tell what I knew of activities which might lead to an attempt to set up a fascist dictatorship. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are as a people inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. President Bush signed a formal agreement that will end the United States as we know it. And he took the step without approval from either the U.S. Congress or the people of the United States. The secret organizations of the world power elite are no longer secret. It's known as the Bilderberg Group. Could their objective be world domination? I'm Jim Tucker. I've chased Bilderberg for 30 years. I'll never give up the chase. Bilderberg's plan for the whole world is nothing less than world government. I'm not comfortable with that at all. Who elected these guys to run the planet? They are the elitist. They feel they should run the world for their own selfish interests. Now we can see a new world coming into view. A world in which there is a very real prospect of a new world order. Bilderberg is making great progress toward a world government, and only an educated, informed public can stop them in their tracks. David Rockefeller admits in his own memoirs that he wants to destroy the United States. He's a traitor! It's good to be back at the Council on Foreign Relations. As uh, Pete mentioned, I've been a member for a long time and was actually a director for some period of time. I never mentioned that when I was campaigning for re-election back home in Wyoming. Let us never tolerate outrageous conspiracy theories. I need you to move off the property. Some shots were fired. There's Bilderbergers right there. The Trans-Texas Corridor is a vital part because we stop it here in Texas. We stop the new world order right here in Texas. This thing started here. And to save this country, we kill this damn thing here. in the United States to carry out a phrase his father used, and that is a new world order. Your new world order will fall.
Humanity will defeat you. The answer to 1984 is 1776. If your killer instincts are not clean and strong, you will hesitate at the moment of truth. You will not kill. You will become dead, Marine. And then you will be in a world of shit because Marines are not allowed to die without permission. The maggots understand. Sir! Yes, sir! In the year of our Lord, 1314, patriots of Scotland starving and outnumbered, charged the fields of Bannockburn. They fought like warrior poets. They fought like Scotsmen and won their freedom. <laughs>